peasant chat. That's right. Peasant chat Sunday. We coming at you for the peasants, the people that wouldn't be able to afford a super chat back in the day. We made a show on Sunday that used to be free. Well, free, meaning no ability to pay. But then, you know, it became popular. And yeah, I like to get paid here too. So today's going to be a bit of a different departure of what I normally do on Peasant Chat. Well, not really. I try to educate as much as possible while having some fun. But as many of you have been doing in the last couple of days, you've been on Twitter, whatever, seeing what's happening over in Israel, Palestine, the whole nine yards. And honestly, I'm old enough to remember this has been going on my whole life in the 80s, 90s, 2000s. This is nothing new, <clears throat> although it is now more viewable or visible because of modern technology, Twitter, and the lack of, um, let's just say, um, censorship. Meaning now that you can see literally what's happening over there, whereas before... CNN, Fox, whatever, told you what the deal was. So I'm scrolling, seeing what's going on over there. Dudes paragliding into EDM concerts. Crazy stuff. And then I come across a um, a post on Twitter that really caught my eye. And it has to do with petroleum fuels. And we'll talk about it. We'll talk about this post made me... Have you ever been on the internet? And you're not even anything related to what you're looking for. And you find someone make a simple comment, and that comment then leads you down a rabbit hole and opens up a complete new world and theory of thought that you never even thought was possible before you came across it. Today, we're going to talk about the subject matter of uh, abiogenic deep origin of hydrocarbons. Basically, for lack of a better word for the dum-dums, is the Earth constantly replenishes petroleum uh, output. And, I'll, and I, basically, there is no such thing as a fossil fuel that the natural shedding or grassing of the mantle through through a couple of layers of, um, let's just say, rock and materials actually constantly creates petroleum, natural gas, and all that stuff. We'll talk about it. Then we'll get, get your questions, answers, thoughts, whatever you want to talk about. We'll just end up. Peasant chat, you know, we just kind of go crazy. I'm not really up on what's happening in FL2K and don't care. Um, I'm, I've literally checked out of that whole situation. I hope everyone racing today has a great day. I don't care. Uh, if you guys want to tell me what's happening, cool. I, I I literally don't care. But before we get into it too much, let's have Mr. Bill O'Reilly say hello. Okay. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll, no. we'll do it live. Fuck it. <laughs> do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. <clears throat> Fucking thing sucks. That's right, Mr. Bill O'Reilly. It all sucks. Imagine when people find out that there is no such thing as a fossil fuel. Two auto solution. Rami's out on two auto solution in Puerto Rico. Working on cars for Puerto Ricans that buy a performance pack GT thinking it makes more power. Two auto solution. <laughs> race Motive has a race going on right now. Right now in Poconos. They got R8s, Lambos, GTRs, Corvettes. Evos, Mustangs, Chargers, Hellcats, and Trackhawks racing at Pocono Raceway. DNA High Performance paid his bill, so I'm going to mention them. Go to DNAHighPerformance.com when you want to buy any part. Cold airs, fuel systems, wheels, tires, hats, shirts. Check them out at DNAHighPerformance.com. Parts on Parts.com. Don't worry, I'm still working on that 350R. Don't think that's going to be gone. I I'm working on all the angles. Conk Performance, Conformance.com, Conformance on Instagram. Ultimate Header, UltimateHeader.com, coming at you. Yeah, PMAS, Nick James, PMAS, making the best cold airs on the planet. And Calumer Transmission, CalumerTransmission.com. I might be calling for a 3160 if 
I get my hands on a 350R with a salvage title. Let's say hi to the people. Give me about 20 minutes. I'll talk my shit. Then we'll talk about whatever the hell you want to talk about. 2000 MCR, Naldo, Joe Swiss, Travis, Great Escape, Michael Loreno, Angry Saturn, I'm Hunk Solo, Diego Flores, Dustin Garrison, Coyote Kelly, Cornfed Coyote, and Chris Anderson. First people that said hello. Richard Whedon, Justin Bales, Dixon, 225, YouTube Corp, and Free Speech, one of the mods. Pookie sliding on the ops says, Morning Peasants got back from sliding on the ops. As per his name. AP 2002, Monty 540, Wesley Stewart, Five Way Josh, Minibag Madman, Andy Ali, JD Swag, The Other Mod, Brian 03, Cobra, Jeremiah Rivera, Boxy, Luxury, Charlie Vega, Ken Phillips, Ben Galay, Clip Clop the Horse, James Williams, Matt Class, Minibag Madman, K2AZ, Josh Roy, Douche Did It, Bruce Willis again, 82Z28, Sam Morales, Matt Oliver, AJ, Nick G, Mercury Motorsports, Capcom Racing, National Buyers Supply, Slow 50, Gregory Ovich, Poppy, Kulo, Angel Puerto Rico, Alfredo Diaz, Boosted, G3, Rican 5 Nat Jew, TJ Skorsky, Lex Luthor, Big Guns, Eddie Winslow, Steve Mitchell, Walter Hoffman, KED or KED24, Even or Evan B, B. Levesque, AJ, uh, Slippy, Keith, Dorrell, AJ, Boosted, G3, Minibike Madman, what's up, Minibike, Jesus Perez, Mr. 5 Voodoo Red Evil, Spawn, Muffler, Rich, TJ, Brad, and everyone else. Okay, so... Before we do that, I want to thank the new Patreon members. Thank you very much. Randy Martinez, Felix Aponte, Tobias Hardgrove, Devin Hoog, Jesus Mendoza, and David Cook. Thank you very much for becoming Patreon members. It literally right now can pay for a brand new 350R month to month based on what I have about 70 people on there. 70 people times 15 bucks a month. Do the math. It's uh, pretty straightforward. So if that... If that keeps up, new car on the channel, you know, eventually once uh, I find or try to work a deal out with people from the parts room. So, in, let me indulge for a bit, guys, um, if you don't mind. I understand sometimes this isn't what you want to hear. You want to hear me talking all that bullshit. But this is this one made me really kind of change my mind. So this guy named Robin Monati on uh, Twitter said, Oil and gas are not fossil fuels. That is another fear-based limited supply hoax a biogenic deep origin of hydrocarbons and oil gas deposits formation. So what he does is he copy pastes basically a paper that was released back in 2013, but initially submitted in 2011. And on the post, a woman named Trisha, dirty Mayo sister, says 100% truth. Oil is abiotic and constantly replenishes itself. It's like the earth's blood. This whole fossil fuels nonsense was coined by the Rockefellers to create scarcity mentality. Energy is used as a way to control the populace, and green energy isn't green, but it creates scarcity, which is the goal of elites. We don't get to use the energy, and we'll end up living like serfs. That's their goal. We must resist. And of course, I go down the rabbit hole. Here we go. Me going into some crazy stuff. <clears throat> and this right here, and again, on the information um, section, I... Copy-pasted every link I referenced on this video. So if you have an interest in what I'm talking about, go right down in the information, and I have links of where the sources are. So the theory of abiogenic deep origin of hydrocarbon recognizes that the petroleum is a primordial material of deep origin. Now, the reason I'm talking about this is imagine if oil or petroleum is naturally occurring and replenishable. It is naturally occurring, but replenishable. And the process is basically shown on this graph where the mantle <clears throat> is hot, deep fluid is formed, makes its way up to what they call the, the basaltic layer, the granite layer, and the sedimentary layer. 
and you get petroleum deposits and natural gas deposits that we're able to drill, constantly replenishing itself. This theory explains the hydrocarbon compound generate the, in the asthenosphere of the earth and migrate through the deep faults into the crust of the earth. There they form oil and gas deposits on any kind of rock and the structural position, thus the accumulation of oil and gas. So what is more likely to happen in your opinion? Because when you were a kid in high school or grade school, you were taught the following. M billions of years ago, plants and dinosaurs died. That their remains became embedded in the soil, made its way into deep into the, 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 the crust of the earth, and over billions of years created pockets of what we now have is crude oil. And then through the process of... Um, uh, what do you call it? Um, what do you call the pr the process uh, of of distilling the crude? Um, not foundries. Uh, ba 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 ba. The the uh, Texas is full of them. The process of distilling the crude and different boiling points and different catalysts. You can take crude and make it kerosene, high grade kerosene, gasoline, oil, acetone, depending on the boiling point and the catalyst. You then. In inject or uh, introduce to create a desired outcome. So let's go back to the article because I love to read and I read pretty quickly. Um, this accumulation of oil and gas is considered as a part of the natural process of the Earth's outgrassing, which was in turn responsible for the creation of the hydrosphere, atmosphere, and biosphere. Until recently, the obstacles to accept the theory of the abyssal and biogenic origin of hydrocarbons was the lack of reliable, reproducible experimental results confirming in the possibility of synthesis complex hydrocarbon systems under the conditions of the asthenosphere of the Earth. Basically, they didn't really have a way of measuring, but what they did was very interesting. They went to, and this is, again, bunch of graphs, bunch of good stuff here. They went to places that had like rifts, like fault lines, for lack of a better word. And they measured what they called these columns and plumes. And in these columns and plumes of, uh, of basically shedding of, of the Earth's, you know, uh, uh, let's just say natural outgrassing they measured the following these right here so i went and looked up what what it was so here we go how crude is he okay so this is how crude is basically made into different um byproducts crude is heated by a furnace and sent to a distillation tower where it's separated at a boiling point then the material is converted by heating pressure or catalyst into finished products including fuels gasolines diesel specialty products like asphalt and solvents but back on this, what is all this stuff that naturally comes out of the earth? CH4, methane, ethane, uh, propane, basically, C3H8, carbon monoxide, carbon dioxide, hydrogen, and hydrogen sulfide, and finally, nitrogen. In these plumes where they started measuring via these especially at the rainbow site where the bottom outcrops are represented by ultrafamic rocks of made of mantle origin the presence of the following substances substances were demonstrated so the earth naturally sheds all these things on top of natural gas deposits on top of crude oil and according to this theory it constantly oozes out and if you've ever looked at what they call a oil seed like i'm blown away when people lose their freaking mind when 
there's a oil spill. And I'm like, do you understand that the earth naturally seeps oil into the oceans all the time? People say, well, Alex, it's different. I'm like, I'm sorry, it's really not that different. If, if a massive spill happens, you get an immediate impact on the bird life and fish. But the natural oil seepage that just occurs since the beginning of time has been a thing. And you can actually measure how much oil is in there. And you can see literally oil coming up from the depths of hell. This thing is like 3,600 feet or yeah, 3,600 feet deep in the Gulf of Mexico, there's oil just coming up from the ground. So imagine how much pressure there is 3,600 feet down. The oil is able to seep out and constantly just put crude into the ocean. So a lot of people don't really understand that if, if this is true, that means everything you know about fuel is bullshit. Every stupid little thing you were taught, everything that you're saying that it's going to run out. Why are they only pumping out this billion barrel, this billion barrel? And then one of the sites in the Gulf of Mexico, it replenished itself. That's right. Basically, in one of the sites, in one of the drilling sites, they were able to drill, let's just say, 14,000 barrels a day. And then they, the output slowed down because they saw that there wasn't enough pressure to keep sucking out the crude. And then all of a sudden, magically, they were able to ramp up production because it seemed magically that it filled itself up. Meaning once they reduced the, the pressure in that pocket, the naturally seeping oil from the asthenosphere into the mantle and into all this other bullshit through, the, through all the layers refilled that pocket of crude oil. So I thought to myself, the way they're building cars now is as if there's going to be a finite amount of fuel or crude, and it's going to run out forever. This theory poses that if as long as the earth has a mantle that is molten and constantly pushing stuff up and pressurized, there is, there isn't the possibility, there isn't the possibility of us running out of crude. People say you just have to drill deeper. Uh, Josh Royce has been working in the Gulf 29 years. It's all seeping up naturally everywhere. Might be small amounts, but it happens. So the green energy push, I think, might be in jeopardy if this theory was adopted. And people started saying, hey, um, when you say renewable, you think the sun is a renewable fuel source, even though it's, 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 it is also finite, of course, billions of years from now. But same thing with the Earth, according to this theory. So, how would cars or automobile or air or energy be looked at? That energy be looked at if the theory was adopted as fact that crude and natural gas are always going to be produced forever as a natural outgrassing of the Earth's mantle through its layers. And all you have to do is devise ways of drawing it out. Because the earth is constantly producing it. Everything would change. The way you build cars would change. The way energy is priced would change. Because imagine everyone that is in the oil business says, well, we only have a certain amount, so we got to charge you X. And then you adopt a theory that says it's always going to be around as long as the, the mantle is pushing out pressure and, and, and heating everything up and pushing up stuff like nitrogen 
hydrogen, natural gas, petroleum, crude, naturally forever out in, in, in the same way uh, that, okay, because fossil fuels never made sense to me. Think about it. Grass and dinosaurs died, became part of rock. You now have pockets of crude everywhere. What is, what is more likely? Let's think of your logical brain. What is more likely? Is it more likely that the earth has a natural outgrassing, constantly producing all of these chemicals that you can harness and make energy out of, or dinosaurs and plants died and left a bunch of bones, lips, assholes, hooves, tails, and eyeballs in rocks. We found that out, drilled into those rocks, and found oil. I think energy would be looked at completely differently because it's everywhere. Imagine gold. Imagine a gold asteroid. We talked about an asteroid of, of petroleum. And you know what's funny? We talked about that on the last show. I said, imagine. I can't believe I even, uh, you know, I, I, it just hit me. We talked about that on a previous show. If a asteroid full of petroleum <laughs> theoretically plops its ass into the earth, no more energy crisis. Then I come across an article that says, oh, by the way, that asteroid is earth. That constant positive producing chemical alt because the sun is basically a fusion reaction and it pushes out just a bunch of different chemicals if you actually measure what the sun pushes out and what we're able to capture and we turn it into energy it's pretty amazing so imagine the earth is actually doing that naturally but the byproduct is natural gas and crude which you can distill into whatever you want depending on the catalyst i think it's very important that you guys have this ammunition. I am not trying to convince you that this is a real thing. I am just saying, if this is adopted, then the way you view energy totally changes. If you are at a party and some psycho left wing, or if you're, the holidays are coming up and no bigger arguments happen than on Thanksgiving at the table or Christmas or New Year's where you all gather with people you hate but you're forced to see them once or twice a year because of the holidays. You know one of them is a Biden supporter. By the way, if you, if you still support Biden after him giving six billion to Iran and you see what the cause and effect is, cool. So this is ammunition. I want you guys <clears throat> to go to the information and click on all of the links that I put there. I spent nine hours yesterday just understanding it, <clears throat> looking at it, and really processing what they're trying to say. I also don't want to bore you guys because a lot of you guys just want to talk shit, and I understand that. But I said, let me do this. Let me look up all these links. Let me look up all these articles. Let me really get well-versed in this. So now I have ammunition. I am now armed with a bunch of knowledge that is alternate to the green energy push because you cannot make green energy without what they call um, – fossil or, or uh, fossil fuels. Now you have to call it primordial fuel. Now you have to call it natural outgrassing effect of the earth's mantle. That's what you should call it. The natural outgrassing effect of the earth's mantle pushing pressurized gases and fluids and a bunch of crazy chemical reactions through the faults up into the, up into the uh, crust, up into the earth, and it naturally seeps chemicals you can use for energy that is what I, want, what I want you guys to be armed with at parties 
in conversations when it comes to EPA stuff. Like, why isn't the EPA getting after the earth spewing oil into the ocean? But if you dare have soap in your driveway and push it down the drain, people lose their freaking minds. So I think it's just a whole bunch of BS. And this is just more data, more ammunition for you guys to have. Um, because when I came across it, it really lit me up. And I really started doing a whole bunch of research on it. You see how many tabs I had open because I really wanted to get well-versed in the subject. So how would the industry look if hydrocarbons, natural gas, and crude were a never-ending thing? Woo-wee! You wouldn't see carbon traps on intakes. <laughs> you, you would literally see cars like... like Fuel mileage wouldn't matter. There are ways of capturing carbon dioxide from the atmosphere if they worry about that too much. But, you know, it's plant food. So how is that a bad thing? I'm blown away by it. We'll talk about it. We'll get your comments, questions, concerns. But what do you think? What do you think about that theory? Have you ever heard about the, uh, what's it called again? The abiotic. The oil is abiotic, meaning constantly pushing, replenishing, going through the basaltic layer, granite layer, and sedimentary layer filtering itself out as natural gas and crude. We'll get your comments. We'll talk some shit for a little bit. Um, Alex is being added to a list somewhere shedding light on big oil. Big oil needs to let everyone think that the oil is going to run out one day. That way they can charge for the crazy, like, I understand everyone needs to make money. And I think the oil industry is, is important because they have to physically go out there and drill for this stuff. So I think, yes, you should pay for that. But how is it under Trump? It was a buck 74 and under Biden for no reason. I don't think the earth mantle shut down in the last three years. As far as I'm, when I look outside, it looks like the earth is functioning pretty good. So how is it that because a political person of a different party gets in it directly affects the price of oil by shutting down a pipeline by making by literally attacking energy and then you find out energy is <laughs> self-replenishing it will it would it would throw them into a tizzy it would throw them into a loop and uh yeah people would be offed by the way i didn't kill myself in case i end up you know um <clears throat> the bottom of a river somewhere <clears throat> Alex, I'm at work. I'll rewatch later. Thank you for your knowledge. My buddy just got back from Poland. We are legal, illegally giving them bombs and missiles, hiding them in pig trailers and uh, driving them across the border. The Earth's cum is our fuel. This sounds like a dangerous misinformation black, black X. Are you a Russian asset? <laughs> oh, I love it. Who's to say maybe the Earth exploded because the dinosaurs couldn't drill, baby, drill? So, you just, okay. Crude brought to a uh god what is the name of the um refinery the way you refine crude you put crude in a um basically uh, you heat it up you heat up crude <clears throat> the process of heating pressurizing and it hits a boiling point right so the boiling point dictates what byproduct is created at what boiling point okay so what is the mantle made of? What is the Earth's core made of? The Earth's core is made of mostly iron, nickel, a bunch of crazy stuff down there. So the core, mostly metal, 
some nuclear reaction is happening there. The mantle and all the stuff around it, the outer core, is superheated. It then makes its way up via pressure. It then creates paths in the sedimentary layers and all these granite layers. And through that process, it then has different byproducts in different areas of the earth. So, core, nuclear reaction, mantle, pressure. Then, escape routes going through layers. It creates constant fuel. Just like a refinery does by different boiling points and different catalysts. Here's your, here's your acetone, here's your kerosene, here's your gasoline, here's your oil. So, I would love for somebody... I would love for somebody to refute that. We all are kind of mechanical in nature. We all understand how heat and pressure works. We understand internal combustion and the output is a carbon. So imagine that is happening at a global scale and making its way up through the layers and we are drilling said pockets of layer. I guarantee this was found out. I guarantee People were drilling. This is the way I look at it, okay? People were drilling one time. Boom. And they lost head pressure. Oh, there's no, there's no more pressure. We sucked the oil dry. Shut it down. Move to another site. Then they go, hey, uh, that first site we drilled? Yeah. There's pressure. What? I thought we sucked it dry. No, no, no. There's... There's more pressure coming up through, <clears throat> through whatever the drill, whatever the whatever they use. I don't I have no idea. I I didn't I didn't go that deep into the rabbit hole. All right, fuck it, start pumping. Shit, it's pumping. There's head pressure, right? We left that sucker five years ago. Shit. So you're telling me we're never gonna run out of oil? So people like. Name your oil company must have been like, we can't let this get out. If this gets out, people are going to know that there is never-ending oil being produced naturally by the earth or crude. That's not, that's not, it's not, you're not getting 93 octane out of the ground, okay? You still have to drill it. You still have to transport it. You still have to take it. You'd have to refine it. And you still have to um, uh, uh, deliver it to the customer. I understand there is a monetary value there. But at what cost? So I always thought cars would be built totally differently nowadays if there was a never-ending supply of crude. But imagine if there's a huge, um, let's just say, hmm, what do you call it when uh, people uh, conspiracy to keep it to keep that information eh, tamped down because if the population starts realizing, oh. This shit's a forever thing? Yeah, like water. You and I both know water really doesn't go away. Right? Like you, okay, you understand this, right guys? Water really doesn't go away. Water is just... The, the planet has a process to replenish water. I think it has a similar process to replenish Crude and natural gas deposits. 
They use one of the big sump pumps from Harbor Freight to pump the oil. I'll give it an hour. The head pressure will come back to get sucked again. So Alex, <laughs> that's good. So Alex, are you telling me the earth is flat now? Shit list Alex is on. Unions, anti-oil, and coming soon. Vegans, what would you say if God departs from me? I never knew you. Okay, uh, Marco Balana, whatever the hell. Uh, th this is not that channel. Get the fuck out of here. Um, we need to start drilling for E85. <laughs> you know E85 comes from corn, right? <laughs> That's good. Your thoughts on E85 Pro Flex Commander? It's stupid, voodoo red devil. It's dumb. Get it out. It, it skews your injector data. Think about that. It skews your injector data, not the stoic. It's different if the ProFlex Commander had a way of adjusting the stoic in the tune. Nope, it skews injector data. I'm good, I'm good. Mankind is repressed. Hope you all realize this. 251 watching, 91 likes. Shake my head. This information that needs to be shared, guys, at least to start the convo at the bottom of it. I just, I don't, I'm not a, I'm not an activist. I find it funny that the industry that I work for is now sucking the dick of the administration that says we're pushing green energy. What happens to petroleum if green energy is pushed? You still need petroleum, you still need crude, you still need natural gas to power all of the factories. Unless you're planning to have nuclear powered vehicles. Unless you're, ha you're, you're planning to have 50 or 60 new nuclear power plants. And it's nuclear, not nuclear. So stop saying nuclear, please. Nuclear is for fucking retards that don't know how to say nuclear. We ain't George Bush here. Thank you. Consistent content and entertainment. You make 70-hour work week long haul trucks a lot easier. Do me a favor, Unreal SVT. Click the information tab or the, um, is it information? What is it called? Uh, close. If I hit edit, it's the description tab so if you hit the description tab you'll see all the links that i posted there and i'm telling you guys if you like you like rabbit holes this is probably one of if not the biggest rabbit holes i've ever found that the earth potentially makes replenishes all these types of crazy chemicals and gases that can be used for energy Listen up, Alex. If everyone knows data, it's me. So sit down, little boy. Says Jay Tucker. <laughs> Law of conservation of mass. Matter cannot be created or destroyed. It only changes forms. There's something to be said. I got a third. <laughs> and then Jerry. Then Jerry comes in the peasant chat. I got a third gen with the ESS at peak RPM to cut down to 15 PSI. My lunch support person didn't give me a definite spark plug gap to set them at when I asked him if I should shorten the gap. Jerry, the only time you should shorten the gap is if you hear some kind of spark plug blow up or if you're getting some kind of knock event. I would tighten the gap to 22,000 and go from there. NGK 6510 or Brisk 14 or 12. Alex, you're telling like Charlie Frost 2012 talking about government conspiracies and corruption and it turned out to be true. Look at Alex Jones. Everything he said was true. Original King Kong plot was island is full of oil. Flux capacitors incoming. I mean, the skewed injector data I think would be fine as long as the car can still adjust for closed loop. Admiral Peck I, I can't. I can't. I can't with him. Do you know what happens when you skew injector data? You're literally making the car leaner or richer. You're not changing the stoic of the fuel. So if you have a flex fuel sensor measuring the fuel itself, a la GM, 
and there is an 80% ethanol content, it then skews the stoic to dictate that ethanol content. And it references tables specifically set up for that ethanol content. I'd rather that than it going, ah, it's about, you know, E60. Let me totally change how the injectors pulse. I'm good. Barry used oil in your yard, return it to Gaia. I'm going to put my JLT on oil seep and make the process inconsistent. <laughs> You'll still need oil products of pure basic everyday products. What the fuck does Peck just say exactly? Hey, now take it easy on W. He's from Texas after all. The FBI has entered the chat again. Admiral Peck, stay where you are. <clears throat> so, Car Life says something that I've been listening to and it's pretty funny. Man, I'm tired of these YouTubers saying the S850 computer will be unlocked within a couple of months when this computer is different. The iPhone homes, the, the fo- phone's home for everything. I said iPhone. They know when someone farts inside. I think YouTubers have no idea what tuning is. I think they think that HP tuners already has it and it's just a matter of time. What everyone has, SET, Cobb, your mother, everyone, they have an A2L or a C file. And all they do is they draw data from it. This is the stock math curve. This is the stock shift schedule. This is the stock spark tables. This is the stock cam location, IVC, uh, exhaust clo- exhaust opening valve, closing data, data, optimum power, fuel the best drive, blah, 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 blah. How do you flash the car? How do you take a computer that you, that phone's home, shut that off, then put the binary file in a checksumming software so that it goes, everything's legit, and then change the programming in the vehicle via a device that takes and populates everything where it should be and it not phone home. That's what you need to understand. And a lot of people sometimes listen to my show and they go, you're just a dumb douchebag. And then I, then they hear the last sentence that I just put out and they're like, oh shit, there's a lot more involved. Absolutely, there's a lot more involved than just, oh, just, just stick an SCT in it. Just, you know what I hear? I love that people say, just put a 19 computer in it and you're good. Telling me they have absolutely zero understanding of tuning. Tesla's use rare earth metals that are non-renewable. Oil is renewable rolling on the floor. Welcome to the clown world. I'm helping the planet by emptying my old cash can and putting the oil back into the ground. Alex, do you see load difference between dyno and the street? Not load, but boost. You know what I mean? Air load is a calculation of airflow, math pounds a minute, injector data, and here you go. As long as the math curve is good, injector data is good, and the amount of mass being passed through the mass airflow sensor, as long as the data jives, air load should be the same. Boost, meaning the, the, the physical load on the engine and drivetrain does change if you have an unloaded dyno jet versus the street. YouTubers are like used car salesmen. They tell you what you want to hear and to keep you watching. Um, Minibike. MRO getting a dark horse is what they have to do. You understand? JPC got a GT. Steeda got a GT. Bunch of YouTubers got GTs. By the way, shout out to the people that made fun. Shout out to every single one of you. I remember. I remember. 
Remember when shops were just like, oh my God, these YouTubers are gay. They don't know what they're talking about. They're stupid. Now you're on YouTube saying stupid shit. Remember that? When you said, ask a YouTuber. They don't know. They know everything. Duh, we're a shop. We know more than any YouTuber anywhere. Now you're on YouTube lying for clout. Welcome to the clown world. Just like the street outlaws. Remember them? All oh, them guys on YouTube, they don't know nothing. They don't care. Not come out here on the street. Uh, uh, they're not more streeter than I am. Got the best of everything. I know that I could beat him on the street because I'm most street. Them boys on the internet talking all that shit. Now you're on the internet talking all that shit. And it's wrong. Love it. Um, I've noticed members tearing apart all the Dark Horse SX50 lately and love it. There's people out there making videos entitled The Shelby Killer. Dark Horse guys are worse than Mach 1 owners. Look, everything the SX50 encompasses has to do with energy. They wanted a more efficient vehicle or less polluting vehicle. Then you got two throttle bodies. Two throttle bodies feeding into the same manifold. Think about that. Not the bank one throttle body feeding the bank one side. Not the bank two throttle body feeding the bank two side. Two into one. Two girls, one cup. Two girls dumping into one cup and then swishing it in and out of each other's mouths. That's the eight, That's the 24 and up GT. And the moment I saw that as a mechanical guy, I mean, I love mechanical things and how they operate. Uh, fuel systems, in my opinion, in all aspects, are thought of in the wrong way by every aftermarket manufacturer. Anytime someone tells you, do this, regulate it over there, true return. I go, oh my fucking God, but whatever. I don't know nothing. I only worked in fluid dynamics in Millwright Field for 15 years. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. That's why I don't even try to fight them in my own personal vehicles. I fucked with it the way I want to fucks with it. But the thought process of being efficient and, and less polluting now killed performance. And that's... That, that, that's Ford kowtowing to the absolute bullshit emission standards the government sets on U.S.-based vehicles. Meanwhile, that same company, Ford, can sell you an F-450 with a DPF here and that same F-450 in Taiwan, Panama, China, uh, Japan can be sold without a diesel particulate filter. So all you have to do is step away, look at it, and go, it's all bullshit. So when I saw this S650 be a physical virtue signal of them sucking the government's dick, I wanted nothing to do with it. I said, wait a minute, wait a minute. It's just amenities heavier and slower. It's not heavier. Then explain why a car that is 480 to 500 horsepower getting beat by 23 and under stock cars. Please make it make sense. 
to oh wait till they hit 300 miles it's gonna unlock 50 more horsepower and there are cars out there with two three four thousand miles still getting gap you think there's a computer uh code written into the binary that says okay are you ready for 300 miles at this mile unlock all the power no no that thing is broken in the moment that bitch idles for 15 minutes it's done there it is it might be a little tight from just being new but it ain't gonna unlock 15 more horsepower i don't know where you heard that i don't know where that even came from and i don't know how it caught fire but 24 mustang owners are religious i don't like religion I dislike religion. Did you hear the Pope say the other day the biggest threat to humanity is global warming? I will sit here and debate anybody all day about global warming, about how it is a monetizable religion, no different than Catholicism. Have you ever been? I was raised Catholic. You ever been in a Catholic church? And then they bring all these baskets? And if you don't give money... You're looked at as an effing asshole. And then I'm like, I'm sorry. Everything in this church is made of gold. Granite. Badass wood. Look at this thing. Y'all got enough money. Global warming is the new religion. And when the Pope starts saying, Okay, we have to now understand that the biggest threat we face in humanity is the global warming. Cállate. Hennessy is the goat for posting that video of the 350R putting buses on the dark horse. You should read the comments. I did. It's so stupid. Wait until the SX50's first oil change, Alex. It'll start gapping S550's. I won't trade my 350R for any dark horse. I'll take what automotive influencers, YouTubers, journalists say with a grain of salt. I've realized over the years now, little they actually know. Are you guys ready to see something that will blow your mind? And again, I'm not singling him out, but I'm singling him out. This comment was highlighted by somebody on my chat. And I hope it's still up. Let me see. I hope. Let me see. Newest first. Sort by newest first. Uh, da, 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 da. So basically in a new video <clears throat> where he's showing a... Uh, Okay, perfect. This is it right here. Oh, it's Minibike Madman? <laughs> Minibike Madman. Love it. Minibike Madman on the Revan Evan Fairmont 8 second street legal 1151 horsepower Godzilla. Okay. When it, lol, when the black is the only thing that's stock. Baja, wah, 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 wah. Those truck motors, baby, seeing those things eat stock lifters is pretty sad. And Revan Evan says, please show us an LS running sevens. Does anyone want to tell him? Does, any, does anyone want to tell him? Which this car will. 3,500 pounds with an OE block. OE block LS has been seven. Crank and heads. Again, this guy is not only not up on game, 
he literally makes an absolute clown out of himself. Love you, Revan Evan. Please get out of your fucking basement. Please get out of your Hot Wheels filled garage. This is ridiculous. Even I would never make a crazy comment like this. Please show us an LS running sevens. I'm sorry, did you see any drag weeks? Which this car will at 3,500 pounds. My Fairmont went 850s with a Coyote. With an OE block cranking head, so did my Fairmont. Not sure why there's so much hate, but have at it. This car has 15 passes on it. My Fairmont had three, and two of them were 850s. And then Minibag says, many people run 5.2s and 6.0s even without gapping rings to run 7s in a 3,300-pound car or truck. Let's face it. The Godzilla is a truck motor for Ford F-250 box trucks and have the LS guys did the same thing with the 6.0s, but even in stock form, the Zilla eats lifters. At least a 6.0 LS motor with a 75-millimeter turbo stock untouched can go to the 7s on stock ECU. Check out sloppy mechanics. Many people in that group run 799s on stock motors. Revan Evan, the guy who pushes Ford stuff, said... Please show us an LS running sevens. <sighs> Holy shit. Understand, guys, the people that are pushing a narrative don't know what they're talking about. I mean, Bozo is the biggest understatement on the planet. Show us an LS running sevens. Did you know that an LS9 is a thing? Did you know that an LS3 is a thing? Did you know that 534860 are LSs or LS variants? And he has the nerve to say, I don't understand what people hate on a 7.3 liter block that has stock head, stock crank, rods, pistons, cams, about $15,000 worth of work running eights. Stock. Coyotes run eights, boosting fuel. Show us a non-LS running sevens. That's even more rare. Um, didn't Cleeter run sevens with a junkyard block and a crank 5.3? Evan, stay where you are. Make a wish foundation. Enter the chat, and we need to contact you ASAP. Tony Stark didn't unlock Spider-Man's suit until he proved himself. SX50 owners just need to pay their dues. Ha! <laughs> He needs to quit, says Minibike. So, you can say Alex doesn't know anything. You can say Alex is just full of shit. Alex is just a hater. But then you got someone like Evan Smith saying, show me an LS running sevens. I would never do that. I would always say an LS in stock form, any LS, even an LS9, which I personally own. You can't make a thousand horsepower without... Heads and cam. Now, you can make 800, 900, and that thing is literally making 30 pounds of boost because of the restriction. You shove a cam in it, port the heads, bam, it changes everything. Whereas a Coyote, pretty much stock, and okay, Jake proved it. Stock old pump gear, 1,000 horsepower. So stock, unopened, nothing. But then he says, show me any LS running sevens. Is You are a writer for a performance magazine or performance oh my lord every that comment right there made every article he wrote irrelevant irrelevant you are a dinosaur in this world 
dinosaur. I'm blown away. And yes, a dinosaur that didn't die and become part of the uh, fossil fuel energy. You're just a dinosaur. It, just Stop it. Alex, saw how Motor Trend tested the Dark Horse to be the best braking production car beating the Porsches. What a joke. Alex, brought my ESS 1080 car to the track on the 1-2 shift, would chirp the tires and then take third. Even the ABS model disconnected. Does this require revision? So if it's sensing wheel spin, it might anticipate the next gear. It's probably a good idea to have the tune looked at. Just send us um, a data log of that happening and we'll look at it. Alfredo Diaz, stock Coyotes run sevens. Look at Midnight. Midnight Performance in the platform they came in. A stock Coyote with twin turbos and a 10R80 ran sevens in 2018. We're spitting knowledge. The initiated automotive YouTuber, your trusted source for automotive propaganda. Alex isn't a hater. He's a regulator. Cue the Warren G music on the soundboard. He has no critical thinking. None. You know why? He can't because he is paid by Ford to push a narrative. Okay. The great thing about Twitter that made me find that article is that it is not censored as much as it was. Do you think I could have found that article of the abiotic uh, way that the, the, the natural grassing of the outgrassing of the Earth's mantle creates constant energy that can be harnessed for us to use in perpetuity as long as the core and mantle have a nuclear reaction? Like, again, when you take fuel and you filter it and boil it, and distill it, you get different byproducts. Earth's core, nuclear reaction, mantle, up to sedimentary layers and granite layers, and guess what? Petroleum, gas, hydrogen, nitrogen, methane, naturally emitted by the Earth. I would have never found that out if Twitter was not bought by Elon Musk. You would have thought if only the ball washers are getting you the information. Like, okay, I used to watch CNN as a kid. As a kid, why? Because that's all that was on. You know, the, the CNN, when Ted Turner owned it, that's all I watched because that's the only news. The Iraq war, this and this and that, right? Now, you have access to way more information than you did back in 1990. And you start to question everything. And then we're called conspiracy theorists. You don't know what you're talking about. So the next time someone at a party starts popping off off the cocksucker, telling you how fossil fuels are a finite source, you now have the data to fight the back on them, and then they're going to have to defend their position. That's the thing. When I talk about something, I have a default defensible um, uh, reference. Okay, why do I think this happens there? Did you know the first place I heard about global warming being a hoax was Rush Limbaugh, out of all places? People say, the Earth's getting hotter. I go, okay, what's wrong with that? Well, the, the ice caps are going to melt. Not really. Well, what happens if there's too much carbon dioxide in the atmosphere? Uh, the plants, plants get bigger. What, what happens in a greenhouse? <laughs> Is there a desert in a greenhouse? <laughs> the plants get huge. They're fed properly. They love carbon dioxide. They get sun. The greenhouse effect in a greenhouse is the desired outcome when you want to grow plants. But I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Again, have a defensible position you can reference anytime someone pops off on their, on their cocksucker. That's why Coyote stuff, I have references. I work in it. I bought it. I have spent, 
Guys, I have spent hundreds of thousands of dollars of my own money buying, selling, modifying. For what reason? Just, just because? Just because I feel like doing it? No. I have the knowledge here now. I know what to do and what not to do and what to look out for. And I said, let me see if I can spew this knowledge to the, to the populace and see if they like it. Bam, you guys love it. Okay, so me doing all this work, getting a background, because I bet you Revin Evan has never owned a coyote car. Tuned a coyote car, modified a coyote car, raced a coyote car. He reports on what other people tell him, he just regurgitates. But that is his job as a Ford ball washer. That's not my job. I am here to throw a freaking grenade into all the narrative that you're being told on all these Ford Next, Ford Muscle, da-da-da-da-da. And understandably, they probably don't love me. But if they were telling you the truth, I think they would be seen in a favorable position. Like what I like about Justin Dugan at American Muscle is he keeps it real. He doesn't pussyfoot. He doesn't say nothing. He goes, ah, Dino this, Dino that, this, ah, let's put a sticky tie. You know, he doesn't say, oh my God, this is the best thing since sliced bread. I can't believe this thing is so badass. No, he is out there telling you truth. So then you go, I trust the information. But then this guy says, show me an LS that has run sevens. And I'm like, oh my God, go to LS Fest. We found more oil than they thought we had in the 70s. It's called technology. We're supposed to be out by now. I laugh even when Elon pushes, we're going to run out of oil BS. Elon has to keep this narrative down. As an intellectual, Elon would be lying to you if you presented him this evidence and he told you, I don't believe it. I love Elon. I think he's doing great things. But even he said the vaccine data is undeniable. He said that during the height of it. It's undeniable. Now he has done a complete 180. He says, oh, no, this is terrible. I'm like, bro, stop. One thing I would like to think is that I've been consistent. I'm sure I've been inconsistent on certain things, but not out of malice. Elon needs people to believe that oil is bad. Elon needs people to believe that oil is going to run out. He needs to believe that the planet getting hotter is a negative and that somehow Teslas are going to fix everything. Make it make sense. If, if the water is going to run over the cup and you just put another cup in its place to catch the outflow, Eventually, the inevitable is going to happen. Water is going to overflow. What I'm saying is, if you're extending or delaying the inevitable while profiting from it, I think that is more sinister and evil than being honest with people and saying, we need better technology to use the current vehicles, make them more efficient. Oh, and by the way, if there is more oil and there is a natural outgrassing of chemicals that we can use for energy, we need to invest in those technologies to capture it and make it cleaner. As opposed to, I'm going to make an electric version of a car and make a ton of money from it, push governments to push these vehicles down your throat, make money from it, when what is the end goal 
if every car is electric, you need more energy. If every car is electric, you got to tell this to the soy boy that goes to Starbucks and asks for anything but a black coffee. Okay, I'll give you that every car needs to be electric. Does that mean more energy is needed or less energy is needed? What requires a bigger amount of energy being produced and uh, mined? So you need more lithium, need more nickel, need more copper, need more petroleum, need more natural gas. You need everything to power the future electrification of every vehicle. Unless some kind of element 115 gets invented that just makes power out of nothing. More energy is always needed if you're furthering the electric vehicle push. <clears throat> he just got a credibility deleter. Evan's first mod would be a resonated deleter. Alex, tell us you're working on a deal with Rob on that race red GT250R. You can finance salvage stuff. You can, but they don't give you any money. Yes, they give you a loan half the clean title value. So, Mercury Motorsports, I, I, I have secured a pre-approval for that vehicle. But there's a gap between what Rob wants and what the bank wants and what I'm willing to get. Do I have things for trade that will shorten that gap? Yes. But we'll see. I am, I'm working on it, guys. Don't Again, the Patreon really helped. Like, ridiculously helped. I appreciate it. But I don't want this channel to go by the wayside. I want, I want to just get income from everywhere so I can give you more content. If I get my hands on that 350R, bro, it'll be dyno videos, 60 to 130 videos, E85, headers, tune, ghost cam, uh, twin turbo, 3160 build. A, guy, a complete new project that is relevant. The Fox body, it, it does its thing, but it mostly sits. So I'm like, all right, that one can probably go. And the GT500 eventually is going to have to go. But it, it's, it's a big ask. You know what I mean? So I'm working on it. Alex speaks logical, Jay Bush. Thank you. I appreciate that. Disposal of batteries is going to be like disposing nuclear waste. Right. So there is waste in nuclear products. There is nothing that doesn't create a byproduct. So coal gets a big um, uh, negative connotation because of the ash. Have you ever seen a coal-fired power plant has an ash field, basically, for lack of a better word, where it is like, okay, I, I, I'll look it up. So, uh, shoot, coal ash ponds, coal ash ponds, images. Yeah, so uh, you, if you want to know uh, scrutiny after brutal hurricane season, so cleaning up coal ash. So ash is a byproduct of a coal burn. And what happens is they literally put it on the ground and it just creates ponds of ash. Okay. So basically just put it underwater. And so imagine if there's a, a flood, <laughs> you know, something bad happens. This is the biggest issue with coal power, the ash, the ash byproduct. So the nuclear waste is the rods, uh, storage. So nuclear waste is basically rods, spent fuel rods. And where do they put them? Uh, 
They put them in a mountain somewhere in Nevada. You understand? There's a nuclear Yucca Mountain Nuclear Waste Repository in Nevada. That's right. These vessels full of spent rods that still emit some kind of radioactive, you know, uh, a, a signal is literally just put in a mountain. <laughs> so there is no clean energy regardless. People will say, what about, you know, hydropower? Hydropower destroys. Look at what happened to the Big Gorge Dam in China. It displaced, if I'm not mistaken, millions of people. Big Gorge, China. Three Gorges. I apologize. I am stupid. Three Gorges Dam in China. The Three Gorges Dam in China... Um, displaced a whole bunch of people by flooding villages behind it so that it can create a pressure situation to power the turbines, 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 turbininiums. So back here, all these villages were flooded the fuck out, flooded out, people displaced after living there for hundreds, if not thousands of years, displaced to make renewable energy. So the next time any green guy, again, guys, I, I'm sorry. I, I must, I must feel, I, I feel I must apologize because this is a card channel and I get it, but it all has to do with each other. You need ammunition. You need information. You need an argument. You need verifiable sources and resources as to counter arguments for anyone that is trying to push this green bullshit down your throat. Joe Rogan needs to have you on his podcast. Nah. I'm a nobody. I'm good. Uh, GT350R fun. Thank you so much. The patron can hit you up on my nitrous. Do any questions? Yes, nitrous and, bi nitrous and bias supply. Look at this. I'll show you what my Patreon looks like. The Patreon is literally, you can hit me up anytime and I reply. Look at the messages. Uh, I'm trying not to blow anyone's spot up. So these are my messages right here. Let me get rid of the sponsors right here. I am having ongoing conversations with all these people. All these people pay a premium. All these people ask me conversations. And I have threads and threads and threads of constant um, uh, questions being answered. And I reply in less than an hour most of the times because I have the app on my phone. If you have any questions and you're a paying member, Patreon. Because the reason I did Patreon is because I can't answer your question on Facebook. I can't answer your question on Instagram. And typically on YouTube, it's really difficult to, and to reply to your comments. But if you want to have an ongoing conversation about anything, bro, hit me up on Patreon. 15 bucks a month. Um, 350R says, look up plainly difficult. You want to see problems with ash dam failures. The ash from coal fire is used in making concrete. It's called fly ash. Got it. Hey, Alex, what's the difference between the plastic IET sensor and the brass IET sensor? Mark Yodes. The plastic IET sensor belongs to stock Whipple stuff and uh, stock Roush stuff and lightning stuff. So the plastic IET sensor on 14 and under is needed. If you use a brass one, it takes a different transfer function. It's usually a GM sensor. So if it's a GM sensor and it's made out of brass and it comes in your breakout harness, you need to tell us because it's a different transfer function than the OEM style lightning sensors that... Uh, the OEMs use Ford, Roush, and a Whipple. If the 350R deal doesn't go through, would you be looking at a Viper at all? Boy. Oh my God, Theo Baltus, stop it. I never even thought. If the Patreon, okay, 
So I make good money on YouTube. I make enough to sustain. Patreon, I could probably do the same and just bank the money or or just be irresponsible because the house of, like I said, probably is not going to happen because it's so stupid right now. We need a Republican in there. Then I'll start looking at houses. If a Republican doesn't win the, the, the next election, I'm not even going to try about house. Um, I probably should get a Viper. <laughs> Long time listener says, Justin, first time caller, been AFK for a while. Wow, what happened with the dating show? It's still there. Thank you for all the knowledge drop here. Used to be Mustang owner, now planning on C7, C06. Ford's lost. I agree, Justin. Dating show is on every Wednesday, 8 o'clock p.m. They'll be sorry, Alex. I personally learned more here than anywhere else. You will own nothing and be happy. Yes, you will You will sit there in your pod on virtual head pods being fed uh, uh, bugs and goo and be thrilled about it because it tastes like steak. So I'm a bit of a pessimist. The guy in the Matrix that says ignorance will be bliss. Uh, ignorance is bliss. Ignorance is bliss. Matrix. So, Cipher. In, in the movie The Matrix, because look, let's be honest, uh, we're kind of entering a weird time right now where everything is virtual, uh, everything we see in here is not real. This guy unfortunately is me right so he's meeting with the uh, uh agents he's writing out his people he knows this steak is not real it's really he's really being fed bugs and goo but he doesn't care because to have the knowledge and do something about it requires a self-sacrifice, a change of life, a complete different way of living than you normally are. The more you know, the more tortured you are. And he is 100% on the money when he says, ignorance is bliss. Ignorance is bliss. It really is. And you need to understand that sentence. A lot of people that are, a lot of the, the happiest people in our society are the dumbest, least informed ones. And, and, and I'm not, and it's not an indictment on dumb, least informed people. Dumb, uninformed people vacation. I, vacation. I mean, I constantly try to learn something. And again, I'm not saying I'm the smartest. And I'm not saying I'm the most informed. But I am not the ignorant. Uh, okay, the more you know, the less you want to know. Junior right now, his head hurts. His head hurts because he knows a lot. So does Brandon Dakota and everyone at Lund Racing. They're very self-aware. Nardi, I'm not sure. Nardi's busy making dog treats and carrying dogs on his chest. But that's that's different. And we are all like, this is BS. We see what the industry is doing. We see the government regulations. And then we see that the people that are making those pushes are not living through those regulations. John Kerry's flying on planes all the time while telling you that the earth has a fever. Stop flying on that fucking plane. Taylor Swift is telling you that the earth has a fever. Meanwhile, she's, she's fucking a guy that looks like a, a state trooper for the Kansas City Chiefs flying on her jet 15 to 20 times a month. Those people have a grasp on the dum-dums, that vacation. Ignorance is bliss. Those people are happy. Oh my God, I, I had so many new experiences in France. And Italy, it was so awesome. And I'm here going, bro, the world's burning. Virtual government currency is becoming a thing. Correct. You don't work for money. When was the last time work gave you a check 
You went to the bank and you cashed it. I haven't handled cash in forever. When I get cash, it stays. It stays with me. I like having cash. But handling it meaning, like, you know how hard it was to give seven or 8000 down in cash when I bought my Cadillac? I just want to give him a down payment to offset some of the taxes and bullshit. And I said, here you go. Here's 7000 in cash. And he rolled his eyes. He goes, oh, my God, just give me a check. Uh, fuck you. Here's cash. Um, <clears throat> Gen 5 is all right, says Truviate. I mean, if you're chasing, but oh, whatever. What's he talking about? Gen 5 is all right. If you're chasing performance, that's one thing. But aside from the Fairmont, he doesn't find sentiment in any car he's got. Correct. Correct. All the cars can go. I don't think we're going to get a S650 350R. They'll make a Shelby something. They'll make a GT500 or some gay shit. That video of the stock 10R 650 versus 10R Camaro, Can I Be Frank's channel, is priceless. Let's play it. Let's play for the people. Can I Be Frank? Do me a favor. Do not copyright me. So... <clears throat> Can I be Frank's channel on YouTube? Wonderful channel. 46,000 subscribers. Thank you for just being awesome and just providing racing videos and no bullshit. So he put up a video of a S650 Mustang stock versus a 23 LT1 Camaro stock. Both 10 speed, both brand new, both under 1,000 miles. And, you know, it... You could tell me all you want. You could. I'm gonna lower the volume. You could tell me all you want that the S650 is faster. I don't remember many 10R80, 23 and under Mustangs getting trucked by stock Camaros like this. One, two, three. And we say bye bye. A solid car and a half, two cars from, I think, a 40-year-old. Then they did, uh, from his view, okay. Guys, please, please, please. Anytime anyone talks S650 positive stuff, just show him this stuff. Anytime someone says Revan Evan knows what he's talking about, just show him the clip of him saying, show me any LS running sevens. Bro, we just have to um, get the information out there. And let's be honest. There is no other channel like this. Not even close. Meaning, real talk. On, I am biased towards Fords. Absolutely. But I am dogging the shit out of this S650. It was made under the COVID era. It was made under the Gaia protection. Two throttle bodies for no fucking reason. Carbon traps for no fucking reason. Just cause and infotainment to keep you stupid. Can I be frank? Auto Glory, Street Science, TX, follow all of them. Come on, Alex. Frank loves you. He wouldn't do that. I, I just want to make sure, Papa. I just realized I'm logged in on a different YouTube, says Justin. I'll add it on here too. Thanks, Alex. Hold on. Market correction needs to happen. Like 08, 2000, housing downturn, Viper 350R6 car garage tune. That's... See, let's talk big picture, okay? I have enough for a down payment on a house right now. I have a credit score of low 800s. Financing is not an issue. 
But buying a house at 7% and depleting your cash and having an insurance of $6,000 a year is fiscally irresponsible. Now, let's say I still have that money in the bank and I can, through Patreon, finance A350R to give you more content to grow the channel. This channel has to keep growing. This is inventory. I've given you some small block forward content, but not enough to really make it matter because there's no track near me. And once the weather cools down, yes, I'm going to go to the track. Again, guys, I got all this stuff in the middle of summer. I finally got everything rolling just recently. So you're going to see track videos, but not event. I'm not going to go any event. It's going to be track rentals. So now eventually everything's running. Like right now, everything's running. Not back running. Great. GT500 running great. I'm going to put a PMAS cold there. We're going to chop up the JLT, put a PMAS in it. Uh, Corvette running phenomenal. Drove yesterday to Del Rey all the way through the back streets. If you guys saw my uh, story on Instagram, just, just driving that fucking thing. Then I raced the slowest Lambo they make, a Gallardo, I think. I've trucked the shit out of the dude. It was bad. And I'm on pump gas. And I'm like, what a dream. So let's say two years from now, Poppy Trump comes back. Rates fall in a year. House, Senate, all Republican. Things get normal. Drill, baby, drill. Build the wall. Things are looking up. Interest rates drop. I still have the money. I still have the cars. And I'm going to buy a house that has a big badass garage. And I will have a place to do business with and a tax offset. Like, I'm blown away that people make fun of the fact that I don't have a house. What the fuck does that have to do with anything? I can still get your content. Just know you're going to be labeled a hater for simply giving the truth. I'll gladly be a hater if I know the truth. Insurance is like 5 to 10K a year. That Florida insurance is dumb. S650 is equal to the 96 Mustang. Same chassis, way slower. Um, wasn't stopping the pull. Exactly. Thank you. Good job. Good job. Was not stopping the pull, Monty540. I love you guys. You and I both know. When a car takes off, one, two, three, bam. And this car stops this car's pull. Mm. This car is making more power. So, <laughs> and boom. Given you have enough road, if you stop the pull, you should be able to pass them. Went to parts department yesterday and didn't have anything I needed. I said, I haven't had a delivery in over six weeks. Whoa, said they haven't had a delivery in over six weeks. DeVille Design. When I said, get your parts, UAW strike is going to affect your parts. You're just fear-mongering, Alex. A bunch of people on my Facebook and you're just fear-mongering. No, I'm warning you. Have you seen these rates? A $400,000 house has 600000 in interest over three. Correct. Why buy a house? Because people that hate my channel, who watch me all the time, say that that is a measurement of success. $350,000 house, loan required. You need to make $70,000 a year, 18 months ago. Right now, the same loan requires one twenty-two. Okay, Yardo? Ah, yes. The original Poser's Lambo. Yeah, it was a piece of junk. I, look, I wasn't going to race it. I was going to race this Gallardo, but he revved his engine at me on 95, and there was no one in front. I'm in the fast lane. Well, the fast lane, he, he packed HOV lane. Broom. Uh, on, a sun, on a Saturday, so you can be one person in the car. He comes next to me. Uh, boom, boom, boom. Uh, I'm like. Pfft. 
You could see my hand going a third and slamming on the traction control button immediately. Got on his ass. He got on it. Saw a bunch of black smoke come off of his shit. It wasn't even close. It was like, and I just let off. I'm like, this is stupid. Say what we will about stag mode, but leave Taylor Swift out of this. <laughs> Alex, I want to believe that the more I see every day, Alex, I want to believe that. But the more I see every day, I don't see that being a possibility. I understand. I understand the pessimism. Ignorance is bliss. Half bolted on. You understand what I mean by ignorance is bliss? The more you know, the more pessimistic you get, the more the glass is half empty. And it's tough to be positive. So a guy with a, with a scat pack, a Hellcat or a Trackhawk on one of my channels. Hellcats and Trackhawks. I'm not sure if he was a pookie or not. Ooh, racial undertone. Um, man, you're always hating. How come you're always hating? If things were honky-dory and the SX-50 made 550 horsepower with a hybrid motor, all-wheel drive, kicking everyone's ass, and just being a demonic asshole on the streets, you wouldn't see me, you wouldn't see me tripping. You wouldn't see me hating on something that performs well. But what do I tout? The people that are doing it right. And unfortunately, for now, it's GM. Not as a company. They're broke. They're bankrupt. They're shit. But the, the Blackwing, the Escalade, and all of the Corvettes, in terms of performance, are killing Ford. Alex, when plants are falling together more seriously, will you put your track videos on Patreon on still here YouTube? Yeah. So Patreon is exclusive content. I will not double dip, meaning, I, okay, if I put it on Patreon first, then YouTube, yes, because I think I have 65 or 66,000 subscribers. The videos, subscribers versus non-subscribers is like seven to one non-subscribers. Like the people that watch my videos are non-subscribers. So I think, okay, there's a solid thousand of you, right? Cyc cyclical thousand where either you watch on replay or you're a member or you're a bat like hardcore watcher of this channel. You watch everything I put out. There's a good thousand of you. For that thousand, there's three or four thousand that are not subscribed to me that just casually watch. So I thought, okay, if I can monetize those thousands in an exclusive format, aka Patreon, I could do live streams on Patreon, I could do this and this and that. Good. On this one, on the channel perks, you get some some stuff first and obviously badges. And again, it's mostly just to support the channel growth. It's not for me to like do meet and greets at your house. But that can change. I can eventually say, all channel members are invited to this. I'm going to be here. And I, let's say I go to an event and I only put out a message to all channel members. Now I'm going to be doing giveaways at that event. And you're a channel member and you show up and I do giveaways in person. Shirts, hats, devices, you name it. Those are the perks that I envision a future of me having. Jay Bush says, I know millionaires that don't own homes and rent high-end apartments. Just because you own a home doesn't mean you are actually successful. A millionaire would be stupid to buy a big badass house. A millionaire wants to keep cash flow heavy or debt high so that he can then still use that debt against his income and get perks based on that, then uses tax shelters to save up. But again, people say Alex lives in an apartment equals he's not doing well. I'm like, I, I'm doing pretty well. 
Have you ever heard of stock thought about it making it and taking it idle on Gen 3? Yes, absolutely. I've heard like it like shuts, the, the, the motor makes like a clicking sound, like it opens and shuts. Typically, a replacement is required. Eventually, you're going to throw a P2112 or P2119 code. Coyote Hybrid would be disgusting, especially if the Eagle was unlockable, I'm telling you. What's going to be the difference between membership and Patreon videos? Membership video, just, okay, so on Patreon, it's mostly interaction with you. So if you want direct messaging, Patreon has that mechanism, and I have custom, uh, um, real-life talk stuff on Patreon, meaning I've talked about personal stuff in the business side, business personal. Um, member here, member member videos here, you'll probably see before it uploads to YouTube first, or like I said before, the channel perks are, on, honestly, badges, and then upcoming giveaways. Giveaways are for members only. I put C to HPEP on MBRP axle back and ha and hate it way to quit. It's called going house poor. Owning a home just means that. I was a subscriber, but you started doing too much EV content and I wasn't interested. Liking what I'm seeing now from you, realistic content, not biased and informative. <laughs> I don't know why you thought I was all in on electric. The Sapphire, the Lucid Sapphire is going to start going into production. It's the quickest production sedan ever. 90890. The, 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 the Plaid is like a 940, 950 car. The Sapphire is $250,000. But the performance and technology are highly desirable. How can you talk about mechanical things and not mention electric cars? Now, does that mean I want the Green New Deal? Does that mean I want to get rid of fossil fuels? Absolutely not. BJ Crifossi? Says, I have a friend that every conversation is about how the world is over. We're all going to eat bugs. I get it. Everything sucks. But I kind of want to try to be a little happy in life. Ignorance is bliss. Ignorance is bliss. If you want to be happy, don't look at the news. Talk to your family. Bang your chick. Do your job. Stay out of politics. Head down. Listen to music. Read books that are like about aliens banging each other. And you're good. Ignorance is... And again, ignorance isn't a... Um, indictment on somebody or, 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 or like a like a like a bad word if you choose to ignore what's happening out there in order for you to be happier by golly have at it brother i i i envy you i do not have the ability to ignore the things out there and i wish i did because when you see the world for where it really is it sucks and you become black-pilled, meaning everything sucks, super pessimistic. And unfortunately, that can ruin lives, relationships, and, and, and work. So you kind of have to have a mix of both. You have to realize the world sucks. How can you make money out of it? <laughs> That's the way I look at things. I go, okay, the world sucks. How can I monetize this, the suckiness? Okay, I can talk about what the reality is. And maybe people will watch it and the advertisers, Pfizer and all these Moderna guys will, you know, pay YouTube to pay me. <laughs> almost two years. Hey, Minibank, almost two years. Thank you so much. I miss those days where the AC went out and all I had to do was call the landlord. When the AC goes out now, it's all me. That's right. I had a toilet go bad. I'm like, yo, fix the toilet. I had a lock go bad. Fix the lock. I had a fridge go bad. Fix the fridge. There is a reason I'm here. And it's not because I'm broke. I might need to join the Patreon. I have some carb voodoo questions. Bring them over. Putting together a 65 Fastback that I'm trying to keep vintage. But damn, it's Lock Camp Voodoo would be the business. 
2000 MCR. What do you think about the new 6.8 liter Mustang? I think it should happen, okay? Because if this is the future of S650, of Mustang, slower performance, at least bring back some torque. If you're going to keep making these cars heavier and slower, God damn it, give us some torque. Give us something. Because getting gapped by a stock Camaro is not a good look. If we don't get Trump back, well, we're doomed, I agree. At this point, when people want to talk to me about politics, I don't even listen or know what they're talking about. At this point, neither side will put money in my pocket or food or table. Exactly. I don't think it's a Republican or Democrat thing. I think it's a right or wrong thing. And forget the labels. Robert F. Kennedy has a lot of good point of views. He's a Democrat. Matt Gates has a lot of good point of views. He's a Republican, but he is not a rhino. Republican in name only. He is more of a conservative. So anyone that talks conservatism to me, meaning leave me alone. Like this government shutdown, I'm happy about it. I'm hoping the government shuts down because anytime government is active, they fuck me. They give more money to other people that don't require this money. How much money have they given to Ukraine? Billions, right? Hundreds of billions? You don't think hundreds of billions giving back to the veterans would have been a better investment? You don't think hundreds of billions to combat homelessness and mental health issues would have been a better way of spending that money? No, no, let's give it to Ukraine to wash that shit. Watch the guns that show up at you know where. Um, you know, there's certain trigger words. The guns and arms that end up over there, you know where, are going to be the shit we gave to Ukraine. Bet me. Had to stop watching online news because it was just getting too depressing. Now I inform myself with financial, automotive, and real estate news. Is the link to your join Patreon in the channels about me? No, it is on the description page right here on this video. So go to the description tab and right there there's a Patreon link. I've given up owning a home. The more I think about cost and maintenance, I've, I'd rather get a townhouse. See, the thing is I need room so people leave me alone. Like I envision a future where I have five acres, big badass garage, and a modest home. 3-2, pool, 1,500 square feet, nothing crazy, mostly concrete because I ain't looking to cut grass and not a lot of trees and vegetation, but a big garage and room so I am left alone. So if I make a dyno pull, no neighbor comes, hey man, it's kind of loud over there, get the fuck out of my life. That's all, I just want to be left alone. Right now I turn on my car, no one says anything, but you can tell that people are like, okay, it's a little loud. So before noon, I don't turn on any of the cars. Don't forget the billions they just gave to Israel. <laughs> That's a different story. Jim Jordan getting confirmed on 1010 is the 10th letter. The Q crew about to be dropping hints. 100 billion could really help with debt. Those guns will eventually be the same weapons being fired back at us. Bet me. Exactly. Sorry to get political. No, you're good, JD. They can get they can send funds for the foreign support as much as the money goes to the domestic problems. RFK independent now. Choo-choo on the Trump train again. Sorry, RFK. Did you see the SX-50 has a sticker on the window that says, warning this vehicle is trackable by law enforcement agencies, a.k.a. the EPA? Where, Oscar Hernandez? Did you see the SX-50 has a sticker on the window that says, warning vehicle is trackable by law enforcement? No. Huh. Butcher, Rhino doesn't stand for anything, does it? Republican in neoliberal overalls? No more politics for me. Republican in name only, Rhino. Uh, imagine buying a fixer-upper house for in New York for $600,000 with a cracked foundation and having 9% interest. No, thank you. Okay, let's wrap it up, guys. Today was one of those episodes that I, I hope you guys allowed me to indulge on. 
because it really led me down the rabbit hole of showing you that the earth supposedly can actually make and keep making petroleum and natural gas by the deep fluid in the mantle heat and pressure going through the basaltic layer, granite layer, and then the sedimentary layer, filtering it and the process of kind of a a, a, a distillation of the different uh, byproducts come out as crude and natural gas. And if you guys want to see all that, go on Twitter, Robin M, Robin Monati, at Robin Monati. Uh, the post um, was, I'm not sure when the post, but I'm not going to subscribe. Fuck all that. But I think it is interesting to combat some of the bullshit that's going on out there. And the reason I talked about it is because newer vehicles are made with the thought process that fossil fuels, a.k.a. not fossil fuels, are going to eventually run out and we are screwed and we're going to have to go to electric, which means we need more energy, which means we need more fossil fuels. Kind of a cyclical argument there. And you can make that at a party, at Thanksgiving, at a family function or whatever. At least you'll have a little bit of ammunition in the, you know, in in the weapon, the knowledge weapon, to be able to combat the arguments because you will shut them down. And you know you've won the argument when they start name calling you and you shut them down with facts and data. It's a good time. All right, guys, I'm out of here. Thank you very much. We're going to try to have a normal Sunday. Again, there's going to be football. It's going to be some stuff. Again, ignorance is bliss. But for someone like me, if you can monetize some of the negativity out there, bro, do it. Do it. Like, even though you hate everything and got your head down and everything sucks, find a way of making money on it. So we'll see what happens with Robert Parfum with the 350R. The Patreon, again, if you want to join the Patreon, awesome. That's going to more than likely support the 350 purchase. Already secured the loan. Just got to negotiate with Homeboy and see what kind of terms we can come to to get the 350R on the channel. Because when am I ever going to come across another GT350R? Never, ever, ever. Oscar Hernandez says, there's a video by Chicago Auto Pros doing an inspection. Skip to 1830. I can do that on another live. I can do that on a um, uh, a Talking Shit Tuesday. And we'll see what the deal is. All right, guys. Have a great Sunday. Enjoy football. Hang out. Whatever. It's going to be hot today, so I might go out for a dip. But... As always, I'm going to be working and being on the Patreon. If you have any questions, concerns, or comments, ask where you get a hold of me. Yes, it's a bit of a subscription fee, 15 bucks a month. But again, it's no different than a, than a Happy Meal <laughs> or, a, or a number two double at, at Wendy's with a large uh, Diet Coke and fries and a cookie because you need something sweet after eating something salty. All right, guys, I'm out of here. Have a great. See you Sunday. See you Tuesday at 8 o'clock.